I'm MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solution 601 and Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. It's an open topic show, so you can ask us anything under the sun or under the roof in this case. If it's broken, we'll try to help you fix it. Got a problem you want to tackle? We'll help you finish it. Also, we want to hear from you uh, for your spring cleaning tips and life hack ideas. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. It's an open topic show, so you can ask anything under the sun or under the roof in this case. If it's broken, we'll try to help you fix it. If you've got a project that you want to tackle, well trying to help you finish it. Also, we want to hear from you about your spring cleaning tips and life hack ideas. Can you believe we're talking about spring already? It's it's in February, and it was a totally spring weekend. And uh, Jeff walks in this morning, and he looks uh, half-warmed over dead. And I'm like, what's going on? He's allergies. And it's already starting. We got Dan. We have uh, we got flowers all over our oh, yard yes. already. It's it's out there already. Uh, so if you have allergies, it's 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 on. So, well, I highly recommend to go get your decadron shot. Right. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> just go ahead and get it over with. Right. Well, um, so how are you fellas doing? Oh, great, man. Yeah. What, what are you working on, Dell? Well, we uh, we completed um, what they call a white shingle roof and moved on. What is a white shingle roof? It's um, rated to keep the heat down and um, oh, okay. very unusual. Uh-huh. But uh, we did one. And um, a little, um, little signing and things. Oh, okay. Good deal. Jeff, what are you working on? Well, when we leave here, we're going to a fire that's not too far around the corner from the studio. Uh-huh. Um, fortunately, no one is hurt. Uh-huh. Um, but a total, um, a total removal of the roof, removal of all the walls, uh-huh. total remodel. And we're oh, going to wow. bring the house back to its original architectural style back in the uh, early early um uh mid early 50s uh-huh oh man so, that should be yeah it should be a fun project you know getting special moldings cut and right siding and oh nice windows and all that stuff it's gonna be a custom so, job huh yeah so looking looking forward to that well i got a uh, a new project fellas that i've been working on that i should be able to post pictures on our facebook page on monday so here's what i did you ready I was going by a garage sale, and I saw this cabinet, uh, like a chest of drawers, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was really neat looking. It's kind of basic, but it was wood. It was nice. It had been painted 1,500 times. Sure. You know, all this other stuff. So I uh, bought it, like 25 bucks. It took it home. And, of course, I've redone it, uh, the whole thing. But I'm turning it into a uh, kitchen island. 
So I've uh, put it up on on uh, feet with wheels. Okay. I have made a a butcher block top for it, putting on a uh, taking the two bottom drawers out and uh, making those. I put uh, uh, did some wood down there so you can use them as shelving. You know, it's wow. it's a really neat little project. But I'm going to put uh, some pictures online. I think I should be finished with this by Sunday. So, uh, but it, it'll, it'll be a neat project when I'm done. But putting together a butcher block has been fun. If you've wow. never done that before, like a butcher block. Sure. You know, yes. Uh, and, and, you know, gluing and nailing. Glue it together, the, yeah, run yeah. it through the planer. The planer not, yeah, all that other jazz. This has been a blast. Yes. I love this. So, um, anyway, something to try. If you ever see uh, older furniture, that kind of thing, at a garage sale, flea market, whatever, they, you can clean it up nicely. You can make something new out of it. You can uh, reuse it, upcycle these things. It's really, really cool. So we'll see how this turns out. Uh, that's going to be a great, great um, project and uh, something you can use for a long time. Yeah, well, I, I plan on giving it to someone to use. We can use it <laughs> in my house. That's how bad it is. I'm now doing projects just to like give away. Oh, because I, okay. Yeah. So this is not going in. No, it's not going to it. Not going to do it in my house. It was just. It's just. I saw it and I'm like, that would be a cool project to try. Okay, wow. I'm just selling on the side. Okay. Hmm. Right. Well, now, I mean, we'll see. You know. Look, I've got another project for you. Oh yeah. No, this is cool. Uh, our youngest daughter did this, and she's very creative. But she found a console TV. Oh, man. Took all the guts out of it, so all we have now is the cabinet. Right, right, okay. the wooden cabinet, right. Yeah. She painted it some, you know, funky new colors right. that the, you know, younger kids are liking. Right. Put a um, put a dog bed in it. No. And so that, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's. It's big enough to where the dogs can just walk right in where the TV screen used to be. No way. That's so cool. And they have their bed there. Now, I'll tell you something I did when uh, when I was in college. I took a 13-inch uh, TV, and I gutted it and cut the top out of it. And then uh, from the back, I'm sorry, I cut the back out of it. Mm-hmm. From the back, I put a uh, 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 put a fish tank in there. Oh yeah. And uh, so you looked at the TV, and it was like this fish swimming around in a bowl. Sure, it was my college project. Wow. So, um, Sounds like money well spent. All right. <laughs> your, your parents, the money was going to the right spot. Oh, right, right. This is this is what I was doing when I should have been studying. Well, sure. All right. So here we go. We got an email that I want to go to real quick for uh, Mark in Pontotoc. Hi, I recently purchased a home with kitchen counters that are seven, uh, 37 and three quarter inches high. Higher than normal, right? Would I be smart to leave these uh, as is for future resale or lower them at some point? And why would someone do this? I don't know that that that, that inch and three quarters is a really big deal. No, and, and for what you're going to have to go through to lower that may not Ooh. be on the hammer scale may not be... Uh, Something yeah. that you want to that you want to tackle, right? No, it, it's going to be. Uh, that's pretty rough. That's uh, yeah. I mean, because what you're having to do basically is that you would have to pull the baseboard off, chop it down from the bottom. Wouldn't you? Well, I mean, you could do it that way, but then your toe kick is wrong. Right. Uh, when you lower your counters, now you've got a backsplash issue. Oh yeah. Um, oh, look at that. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of issues there to think about. Yeah, Mark. You know what? I would leave that alone. And and I doubt there are many people outside of yourself, of course, that measure 
the uh, countertops. Yeah, I mean, 37 is not, that, that's, not bad. that's typical of uh, island height anyway. Right, right. So, right. And I had to, as a matter of fact, I had to think about that when I was making sure. my island. Oh, and then another problem you go, you're going to run to is your plumbing connections. Right. Right. And for a couple inches, you're going to redo all your P-traps. Um, That's a good point. Every single plumbing piece. Yeah. And and uh, depending on how close, uh, let's say, your outlets are to the countertop right. itself, um, wow, that is a yeah. big job. Yeah, it can get a involved. major job. Yeah, okay. almost the same as um, changing that one out for the correct height one. You know, Mark, make sure when you're selling your house that the person who purchases it is tall and just leave it there. All right. So we're doing an open topic today. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I'm so excited about this new feature that Java came up. Hey, Java, can I do this now? Is that is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. I can do that? Okay. Cool. Yeah, Java came up with this this cool new feature for us to do on Fix It 101. I love it. Okay, you ready? The easy fix of the week. All right. Dun, so, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, yeah, we need some music, Java. Come on now. Uh, the easy fix of the week. So we're going to be doing one of these every week on uh, how you fix something easy around your house. Uh, so here we go. The easy fix of the week. Now, this is the fix uh, weather-worn outdoor metal furniture. Um, and I've done this before. This is really neat. The materials needed, sandpaper or steel wool, uh, exterior paint, and clean rag. It doesn't, this does not take a lot. Okay, so if you've got your furniture, um, you use the sandpaper to remove any flaking paint. Um, and you can use, like I said, steel wool also uh, to remove any flaking paint. Now, remember, if you do use steel wool, that you're going to get some fibers on occasion near your you know, that you're going to have to wipe off. But here we go. Use sandpaper to remove any flaking paint and prepare the surface for paint. Step two, wipe down with a clean, damp rag and let it dry. Okay, the the reason for that is to get any of the sandpaper, any of the flakes, anything like that off of it. Then step three is paint it with an exterior paint. Uh, then you'll have the option of taking it outside again and using a second coat if necessary to cover. I would say always use a second coat. Uh, that that that's just my recommendation. Having done this a couple of times, sometimes, especially pre, uh, spray paint, if you don't know how to do it right, it doesn't really cover um, uh, very well. And I would, if you've never spray painted something before, I'd go online, go to YouTube, and watch someone do it because it's very particular spray paint as to uh, the type. Uh, like when you're when you're spraying it, you need to be at a at a at a specific distance from the metal. Right, about eight inches. About eight inches from the metal, and and there's a there's a certain way to feather kind of when when you're painting like that. So anyway, the easy fix of the week: uh, outdoor metal furniture, sandpaper, remove any flaking paint, and prepare the surface for paint. Wipe down with a clean, damp rag and let it dry. Paint it with an exterior paint and using a second coat. The issue here is that during the spring, that that furniture is going to look brand new if you do that. And that's going to be fantastic. You won't have to purchase any furniture. And having bought paint the other day, I think a, a, a good can of decent spray paint is in the, you know, five dollar range. You know, probably. Um, and that's a de- that's a decent kind. You know, you can get the cheapy ninety nine cent. Don't do that. Don't it, do that. it just won't last as long. It's more like a primer coat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. The fix of the week, and we're going to put that on our Facebook page a little bit later on today. That cold Java. 
Good right, deal, deal, Jason. Good deal. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Today is an open topic day. What are you working on? No question is off the table. Also, listeners, what spring cleaning tips or life hacks do you use? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today is an open topic day. Any way you want it. We're just here to help. Also, we want your spring cleaning tips and life hack ideas. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit One Hundred One at mpbonline.org. Got a call on the line right now, and it's Jenny in Madison. has got a question about her... Uh, uh, what, what, Java? You're going to tell me something? Are you pointing? No, no, okay. Got a call from Jenny in Madison on a garage door opener. Jenny, are you with us? Uh, yes, I am. There you go. So what's going on with the garage door opener? Um, My garage door, um, there is a switch which I press to open and close it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, there is the remotes in my cars, which I use for opening and closing, of course. Mm-hmm. But my problem is I can open the garage door with my car remote, mm-hmm. but it doesn't close automatically. It, I just have to hold on to the door switch all the way till it goes down. And uh, I have checked the... Uh, sensors on the uh, two sides of the door. Uh-huh. Uh, one comes with a green light and w- the other one with a red light. Right. I tried to align those two. Mm-hmm. And uh, those two are, like, I don't know whether it's working or not, but the lights are on. And uh, I have a, in the garage uh, uh, door motor is from the lift masters. Uh-huh. And uh, I tried to, there was a reset button on that uh, box on the top. I tried to reset that. Well, let me, let, me, let me ask you a question real quick. Is this the garage door opener that came with the garage or the one that is in the car? It's, um, it's, it's part of the car. No, it's like a, a little box. Comes, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a little box. It's like connected to the garage door right and it's it's on your visor yes it's something you put in the car Uh, yes i got you okay Okay. now first things first this is going to sound silly but 
have you checked the battery? Uh, no, I have no idea about the battery. Yeah, there's a little right. battery in that box. Yeah, that's that. That's not. That's probably what it is, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it sure sounds like something's uh, in the way of that sensor. Because mm-hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken, they should both be green on both sides. Oh. Um, how, how many garage doors do you have? One or two? Three. One. Just one. Okay. Yeah, and well, lining that up, lining that up is yeah. not as easy. I've done the same thing you probably did. You get your head down there next to the thing and look over yeah. and say, "Yeah, that looks about right." That's uh, it doesn't work. Hopefully, one of my garage door buddies will call me. But uh, I would check the battery, like Jason su- suggested. And uh, um, means, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. The battery means you are talking about the remote batteries. Uh huh. Correct. Um, yes. Oh, the remote batteries are good. Because it, uh, so basically, what happens when I um, on my uh, when I enter enter to my house, there is a, a uh, like a wooden door where there is a, mm-hmm. um, a button where I I can press that button to close my right. glass door. So that button, when I press it once, just for like for like a second, just the way we switch on any uh, light bulb. So if I switch it on, almost press it once. My door opens automatically, but when I try, want to close it, that time I have to hold it till it all the way goes down. Yeah, I think I think uh, Jeff is right that you have uh, the little eye sensor things are off, or something is in the way. When you shut the door, does the light blink on the garage door motor? Um. No, I didn't check that. Okay, check that. Then go to the garage door button inside the garage. There's a lock button on that. See if that lock is is on or off. It needs to be off. I don't have that that feature. My um, garage door opener set is like pretty old, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it does not have those on and off thingy. Okay. Well, do do check. Do check those things. I think your eye, uh, the sensors may be a little off. I think also the on and off switch that Jeff was speaking about on the inside of the home. But uh, aside from that, you need uh, a garage door guy. In, in some cases, they have a number on the motor or the door somewhere. They leave their um, sticker, the one that whoever installed, installed it. it. Right. And you can always call them and they might talk you through it over the phone or come out. Right, right. That might be the way to go. But um, yeah, I think you might have a problem. Yeah, with I think sensors. it's a very simple. I think it's a very simple fix, though. From mm-hmm. what I'm uh, reading right now, is um, probably alignment of the um, eyes at the bottom of the door frame. Mm-hmm. So check check that. All right, Jenny. Thank you very much. Let's move on to Robert in French Camp. He's got a question about a kick plate. You're talking about it at the uh, at the door, Robert. Robert, are you with us? Okay. Uh, let's move on to uh, Mary in Fairhope. On uh, got a question about countertops. Are you with us, Mary? I'm here. Okay. So what's going on with your countertops? Well, you guys just messed up big in my book. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? You it's not the first tell, time. Do you spend a lot of time cooking at the counters or washing dishes? Because if you do any expensive cooking... Uh-huh. Even a half an inch will save your back. It's really? It's got to be the right height for the right person. 
And it's like if you need bread or if you do a lot of mixing uh-huh. or, or truly even if you wash a lot of dishes, if a counter is at the right level, your back does fine. If the counter is either too low or too high, uh-huh. you've got to go see the doctor man. <laughs> uh-huh. And if you don't know that, really, please look into it. Because it, it, it we, we well, someone called about that. Or someone sent an email about that and... We're asking three guys that run as fast as they can away from the kitchen, if possible. Well, don't. Go learn. <laughs> but we had to redo the kitchen all over once the hurricane came through. Uh-huh. And uh, my dear husband, bless his heart, was a design person, and he figured out that we needed them to be about an inch higher than they were. Mm-hmm. And so he set that up, and, and apparently it was not a big deal to accomplish but Lord, it makes a difference. Oh yeah. Okay. Truly, truly, that you know where that low back pain hits. Yeah. Bending over at the wrong angle. Mm-hmm. Don't do that to anybody. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank I don't you. Know what, I don't know what the right ratio is, and surely there are ergonomic people who do. Right. Right. That could tell us. Yeah. Uh, maybe we ought to get like I don't get my wife like a one inch step stool. No. 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 no, no, no. <laughs> because your counter your counter could be too high. Right. It could be too low. I don't know. And I don't know how you set the parameters for that. I, but I, I do know to get them right is a God's gift. Okay. Well, now we know. Uh, I guess I guess especially a chef would know these kind of things, too. Yes, those sound like some big pots, too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> make it for a lot of folks. Thank you, Mary. Appreciate the call. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. That wasn't, by the way, to sound like a womanizing comment that I said a little bit earlier. But uh, the, uh, the issue is I don't know how to cook. Nothing personal. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Some of these life hacks that uh, that Java found are really fun. Check this out. For ceiling fans, if you want to clean your ceiling fan blades and you don't have one of those, like, super-duper bent duster things, you can toss a pillowcase over the blade and then slowly pull it off. All of the dust and dirt will stay contained inside the pillowcase. How about that? If you if you haven't turned off your ceiling fan for a while, uh, you should do that and be disgusted by what's on top of the fan blades. And no one ever sees it until you turn it off. Or you make the mistake of making the uh, fan blades go in a different direction so all the stuff flies off, go in a different direction. So this is a good way to fix that. Uh, repair drywall holes. This is neat, too, because you can now go get a little kit to repair a drywall hole, depending on the size of the hole. There is a proper way to repair a larger hole, but these little drywall kits do work well for anything up to about the size of a doorknob, uh, something like that. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. There's 877-672-7464. Dell, what, sort of, uh, what sort of tip have you learned in your business that you would not have known had you not done it every day. Well, outside um, of holding a hammer so that you don't hurt, hit your finger. Well, that comes with it. I was going to ask you, have you hit your hand lately? Uh, uh, yes. 
I would say safety for me, um, something I practice all the time is um, keeping my uh, shoestrings tied. You know, the simple things. I don't even think about that. You, you know, know, the shoestrings um, thing. I didn't even think about that. I do have, uh, you know, I have old man glasses where I have to, where I have to, they've got bifocals, right? Mm-hmm. So now the safety glasses that I buy uh, fit around your normal glasses. Mm. And those are, those are good to have because one of the major things that you can run into while you're doing some work around your house, if you're not wearing your glasses, is you can run into some serious pain if you're working on electronics or if you're sawing something, whatever. You've got to be able to see what you're doing. Yes. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING, um, 877-672-7464, or fix it 101 at mpbonline.org. This one we need in my house. This uh, To pick up pet hair. Uh, you guys got pets? Not in the house. No, not in the house. Jeff? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we do. His name is Max. Max? Mm-hmm. Uh, dog or dog. cat? Dog. Dog. Okay, yeah. Max the dog. Here's a neat way to pick up pet hair in your house. Use a rubber glove, like on your couch, stuff like that. If you put on like a, like a dish glove or, or like a latex glove, something like that, you, it, 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 it like almost sticks to the hair. It grabs the hair a little bit better if you're like trying to wipe it off. Mine is so smart, he goes outside the shed. Oh, come on. I ain't kidding. See, I've got like this lab uh, dog, sort of, and his, it's his job is to shed on my right. stuff. You know, that's that's what he does. Let you know he's been Yeah, here. Max, right, Max right. does his share of shedding. Right. All right, let's go to Joy in Collierville on uh, making screens. Oh, I've done this before. Uh, Joy, are you with me? Joy? Uh, yes, I am. Hi. Sorry. There is literally a jackhammer in the background that all of you can hear because it's just outside of our studios here. Uh, okay. So sorry if you hear that kind of noise. What's going on in Collierville? Oh, I was just uh, wondering. I'm I've, uh, I'm making new screens for the house, uh-huh. and I've gotten pretty good at it. But uh, for some reason, my measurements, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't fit quite right. And I'm wondering where the best place to take the measurements on the window to get the right measurements to uh, make the, the new screen. It's kind of weird because those screens. Uh, go ahead. Well, it it um, there's a um, a band on the outside of your window that's going to give you about a quarter inch clearance all the way around. So measure measure your window from from where that screen is going to fit, and then build that screen about an eighth to three sixteenths of an inch smaller. That way it will give you some play. It doesn't have to fit in there just super tight. Right. 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 Yeah, because especially if you're trying to get that screen out, if you want to do it quickly, right. it's very exactly. difficult. Right. And that was exactly what my problem was, that some of them were um, just too tight. Too big. Yeah. Too tight yeah. to fit for me to put in. Yeah. So yeah. One of the one of the quickie ways to do this is uh and when I built screens I did this and I and I, I kinda goofed it up like you're talking about. And then I realized, all right, you know, when you mark like say you measure one of the pieces and you use a pencil to mark it, instead uh, make sure that when you cut that, you're actually cutting on the pencil line or right before it. Yes, yes. And that way yes. you don't have to do a lot of extra right. measuring. You just, it just takes a That's little right. bit off, a saw, saw yeah, blade saw, width. Saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, measure from okay. inside track to track, and then yeah. take an eighth out. Right. All right. All right. So I 
take the eighth off and then then um, use the, my tool to cut right on the line, a pencil mark. Yeah, right. cut on the line or cut on just before. Yeah, the yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah just before. Um, before the line. Okay, right. got it. Colleyville's a beautiful town too. I used to work there. Yeah, it's, it's, I grew up there, left for 20 years, and did you came really? Right back. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I lived in Germantown and worked in Colleyville. Yep. yep. All right. Beautiful place. Yes, Appreciate it. Trying to make it beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, Joy. Appreciate it. Let's go to Bill, Mississippi. He's got a question. Uh, Bill, are you with us, sir? Yep. Hey, Bill. How's it going? All right. So, what uh, you trying to fix? Well. I'm- I'm building. Uh, I'm building a my own shower, and I'm building a concrete shower pan. Mm-hmm. And I got the first lay in there, you know, so you got your angle going down to the drain. And I'm just a little over a quarter inch per foot. I guess that'll be all right. Right. But my question is, when you put the liner in, some of the videos I've watched on the internet show people gluing, putting glue on the on your slope way and then gluing your liner down to that and some of them show that they don't they just put it in and when you put the drain thing on and tighten it down just cock around that we don't worry about it moving i don't i don't understand what the advantage of gluing it down would be if there is an advantage well before these guys chime in i will say glue's cheap so it's not that big a deal but go ahead and well, you don't want to uh, change some um, things moving. That's why they uh, glue the subfloor as well. You know, it's it's just added protection to ensure that um, it's not going to move a shift on you. But I think you'll be fine either way. What do you think, Jeff? Well, <clears throat> Bill, we we we've gotten away from the mud bed um, and the liner, uh, the, the shower floors years ago. I'd love to save you a lot of grief if you would Google Sluter, S-C-H-L-U-T-E-R. Go to the Sluter system. You can buy it at any big box store, and it will be so much easier than what you're trying to do right now. Okay. Seriously. It's going to be cheaper and easier. What do you think, Bill? The Sluter system? Well, I've already got the the first lay in there. Oh, okay. You know what, Bill? If that's the case, I would go ahead and use use your glue. I don't think it's going to hurt anything. And if you've ever been in a shower that creaked and all that other jazz, yeah. the glue will help. Mm-hmm. You know? The Sluter system is recommended. You can, could you use that as steel? Yeah, uh, no, you can still use the Sluter system, Bill. Uh, you really can. It's, it's a waterproof. It's, it is foolproof. Yeah. It is so. One more time, if you would, please. Sluter, S-C-H-L-U-T-E-R. L-U-T as in Tom? T as in Tom, yes, sir. And it's such a thin layer. Right. Yeah. It it wouldn't make a difference. You'll be pleased. Now, what exactly is that? Is that just like a... Yeah, it's it's an orange mesh. Um, Looks they, like a waffle. Yeah, they also sell the um, the actual screeds that will go in the bottom of your shower pan, so you get your exact slope to your drain. And then it's it's simple waterproofing material on top of that. You paint it on. Sluter, if you follow their system, they carry a ten year warranty. That shower will not leak. 
And um, I cannot tell you the amount of money I have made replacing uh, vinyl shower pans. Huh. Okay, well, I, it's it's going to be a concrete on concrete. I miss well, uh, I'm got you. I'm 16 years in, Bill. I'm, right. I'm telling you from experience. All, All right. right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Yes, appreciate sir. it, Bill. Right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to take a quick break and come back to a whole bunch of calls. Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Today is an open topic day, so anything you're working on, let's talk about it. No questions off the table. Also, listeners, what spring cleaning tips or life hacks do you use? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. That's right. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. It is. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable uh, Affordable Solutions 601 uh, and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today is an open topic day, and we are here to help. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Let's go to Robert on the road, and he's got a question about kick plate. I think you were here before, weren't you, Robert? Hello? Robert. So what's going on with this kick plate? Okay, the kick plate on earth uh, has warped and cracked. I've done a little research and found out that's not unheard of, something about the temperature difference between the upstairs and downstairs. Uh-huh. Uh, the question is, am I going to have to take treads and risers up and everything to replace it? Since I, I, I installed them myself and I glued them in so they wouldn't creak. You know, I screwed and glued them down so they wouldn't creak. You know, I put the, I put the kick plate in first and then I butted the treads and risers to it as I assembled it am i gonna have to tear everything up now this is on your staircase it is okay so you're talking that what is the riser doing that's the tread and rise nothing nothing's wrong with the tread and riser they're butted up against the kick plate the kick plate has warped and cracked wow and i can safely tell you i've never experienced that what uh that that's a lot of warp, uh, warping and cracking is pretty drastic. Is there, is there any uh, uh, maybe water issue or anything? Uh, no, I don't. Not that I know of. I've never had a leak. I've never seen any moisture. Uh, and this is a this I, is a two by material. No, no, no. The the on the on the the kick plate is one by or three quarters. Yeah, uh, three quarters one by. Yeah. Uh, and your. And your riser is attached to the kick plate? No, it's butted up against it. You know, you had to rough, and I cut the riser to, to I cut right. the kick plate to, to fit the, the rough stairs, and I fastened it to the wall. 
Then I butted the oh. I mean, then I butted the treads and risers to the kitchen. Okay, you're okay. You're talking about the skirt. It's on the right hand, left hand side of yeah, your yeah, stairs. Yeah, it's on the right hand side of my skirt. I call it a kick plate. Okay, it, it's, it's a, a stair a, skirt. Okay, okay, right, right. Can hmm. can just that portion, basically the outside, be removed and put back on? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's going. Wow. Yeah, because I would think that was the only way, especially you, if you have uh, a, a creaking or, or cracking and warping. The the wood's got to be replaced either way. Yeah, something. Wow. I I, I, I can take the, the the treads and risers and everything up, but I'm going to bust them to pieces when I do because I glued them in. Yeah, see, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but that skirt is probably too tight to get out. It'd be. It'd, Right. Can you put another one over it? I could possibly do that. I could possibly do that. It's just going to be thicker, and then put a cap on the top of it where it doesn't look like a. I'm just two pieces. Could, yeah, just or grab some bean board or something. I'm trying to get my head wrapped around why that board would be warping. Yeah, that's I, weird. I did. I went online and did some research, and they said that's not unheard of in two-story houses because of the the, the temperature difference, but. So okay. We stayed upstairs for years. Right, mm-hmm. right. The, the upstairs was uninhabited, so we didn't heat it. And they said it's something to do with the with the temperature. Makes sense. Difference between the the upstairs and downstairs that it that is not unheard of. Okay. Wow. I, I I would think maybe putting something else over that, uh, unless you want to redo the whole thing, you might be able to put something over it. Uh, uh, maybe some beadboard, yeah. wainscoting, that sort of thing. Um, I hope that helps, Robert. Let's, uh, uh, is, am I getting this right, uh, Java Governor? You exactly right. All right, Governor in Eupora. Uh Are you with us, Governor? Yes, I am. Good morning. Very uh, good morning. So, what's going on with you? Well, actually, I had a uh, suggestion with uh, banging your finger with the hammer. Oh, okay. Go for it. Take a clothespin. Uh huh. And put the nail inside the clothespin. Oh, good and idea. The bottom of the post in and hey, no more ouch. No more ouch. That's a I really like good that. idea. That's a good right, idea. So I've tried it, and it works very well. There's an opening inside the clothes stand. Just place the nail right in there. Uh-huh. Hold your hold your fingers right under the bottom of the cliff as you, right. you know, open the clothes stand and take sure. the hammer, and you can go right there. I had um, a friend one time trying to teach me how to do this without banging my finger, and he put it through an eraser on a pencil. And I thought, oh, man, that's genius, except when you get the nail down there and you realize, oh, i got to rip the pencil out. Now. Right, so, so it just rips up the eraser. That doesn't work. Yeah. I like the clothespin uh, I, I better. Another question, too, uh, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Sure. Um, there is uh, when you're doing foundation, uh, is it normal to have cracks in your, you know, the little lines in your foundation? Is that sort of normal with concrete? Yes. It yeah. is. So yes. it's not a sign of any weakness or anything like that. No, it depends on the size of the crack, right. though, really. Well, yeah, okay. If we're talking about little spider cracks, that's not a big deal. No, sir. Okay, okay. One other thing is I got a leak in a shower unit tent. And uh, in order, what what would be the first thing to do is kind of those inside of the wall, though I have to probably turf something out to get to the inside there. Uh, the first thing, I tried to change the little uh, shower, handicap shower head, mm-hmm. and it still sort of drips. So what is the next thing that I probably need to do to try to stop that drip? 
the drip is in the faucet. Uh, so the shower head. Okay. Shower head. Well, the the thing is, there is the the little the. Do you have the little thing that you pull up to make the water stop? No. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if if this is a faucet issue. I don't. Right. It's, it's certainly not the head, unless unless you're not putting the head on right. Did you use okay. Teflon? Right. Okay. If you. This, this, this is an add-on shower, so. Okay. Uh, for handicap use, it just ran the line direct to the shower head. There's no tub. It's just oh. a shower. Okay, okay. Almost sounds like a valve to me. Right. Um, yeah. I would track that down. Also, what Dell said, uh, make sure, uh, take that shower head off, make sure that you put Teflon around the stem and put that back on again because, you know, uh, if you if you put on a shower head, if you if you uh, rethread it or whatever, it's going to be a problem. And, and I found that um, the plastic shower heads, um, the slightest over tightening, it's ruined. It's gone. Yeah, it's ruined, and it will keep leaking behind the wall. Right. All right. Thank you, Governor. Appreciate it. Let's move on to uh, where we're we going here uh, to Dave. Let's do Dave on removing dog hair. Dave. Uh, you heard me talking about that rubber glove thing. Dave, are you with us? I certainly am. There you go. So you heard me talking about the rubber glove thing, right? I certainly did. All right. So what was that? What, well, okay. what was your comment? Uh, dog hair, uh, cat hair, mm-hmm. duct tape. Duct tape, right. Cut a length about a foot long, wrap it around your hand, Sticky side out, of course. Mm-hmm. And that's important. <laughs> use that to pick up the dog's hair. As the section gets full, you just uh, rotate it. When you're finished, throw it away. That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. And you can even get the uh, like colored duct tape to make it even more fun. There you go. All right, thanks, Dave. We appreciate it. Let's go on to. Uh, oh wow, this is a big issue. Eddie in Hattiesburg has got a comment about my comment on cabinet height. I'm going to get pummeled for this thing before it's over with. Eddie, are you with us? Yes. So what, what's going on? What do you think about this cabinet height thing? Well, I was just wondering if you had a two people working at the sink and one is 6'4 and one is 4'4". Four four. Right. Right. See, I always thought it was six or 36 inches. Am I right? I thought, too. Okay. Yeah, I always thought it was 36. Okay, is that is that uh, is there guys? Is there a code for that? Is there thirty? Is I know thirty six is the norm. Is it code? Not really on the height because it varies, but it is a code on how far to stand out. You know how far it can come out. So. Oh, okay. Uh, Jeff, you look like you're perplexed. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean we've been building them. We've been building them that way for years, and, right. and I fully get it. If you're a little shorter, uh-huh. yeah, it could give you some back issues, and and um, or if you're a little taller, right? You know, we're we're now making our vanities taller than we used to to keep you from bending over so far. Oh wow! Um, you know, a rubber mat in the kitchen is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, especially if you've got tile, which most yes. or a lot of kitchens have tile, so right. a good heavy rubber mat would would uh, would work. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, appreciate it, Eddie. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four or fix it one hundred one at mpbonline.com. 
org. Let's go to Bobby. He's on the road, and he's got a question about the bathroom floor. Is this one that you're working on, Bobby? Yes. Um, have a little little condo, uh, small bathroom, tile floor. Uh, it's squeaky, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure it disturbs the neighbors downstairs. Am I going to have to uh, take that tile up and uh, replace the, uh, the boarding underneath or pack it down further what do you think yeah the subfloor uh go ahead Jeff. yeah there's a <clears throat> there's a product called quiet floor it's tongue and groove subfloor you glue it you glue it and screw it and it will definitely take that squeak yeah that's weird though that you're getting that under tile that means i would think that would uh you'd have to have at least a hairline crack in the grout of that tile for it to move at all well, the subfloor's got a little air pocket. Yeah, the, I'd say the, the subfloor was probably nailed uh, uh-huh. instead of glued and screwed, mm-hmm. right? Which would be typical to get a squeak. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Sure. Yeah, that's unfortunate because in order to get rid of that squeak, you got to bring that tile sure. up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I will say it's a lot easier to do on a wood floor than it is a concrete floor. Sure. To bring tile up, so. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to take a break real quick, and we'll continue our discussion after. Today is an open topic day, anything you want to talk about, so no questions off the table. Also, listeners, what spring cleaning tips or life hacks do you use? Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to talk to Mikey when we come back in Mobile real quick here. Fix it 101 at mpbonline.org is the email address, and we'll be right back. You're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today is an open topic day. We're just here to help. Also, we want your spring cleaning tips and life hack ideas. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to get to some emails here in just a second. But first, we're going to talk to Mikey and Mobile. Hadn't heard from you in a while there. Mikey, can you, uh, you wanted to comment on the counter height? Yes, sir. But first, may I thank you for something that has really helped me to make an important decision. What's that? And that, that was the bathroom tip, uh, having a five-foot radius for wheelchairs. Oh, so you're talking about the, uh, the show we did on uh, accessibility and universal design. Yes, sir. Y'all could do that one again with some extra stuff because, as I say, this is this is going to save me a lot of time and money to have made the decision just having that one little bit of information. So I really wanted to thank you. That's fantastic. And um, I got a couple of tips. Um, first of all, if you don't have gloves handy or you don't want to waste a glove on it, 
uh, for any kind of messy stuff, messy troubles, you know, um, that you just want to invert a plastic bag. It can be a bread wrapper. It can be any of the ubiquitous bags that come from everywhere now. Right. Over your hand, pick it up, tie a knot in it, and throw it in the trash. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. The kitchen counter thing um, is... Uh, I, if you're shorter, which we all get shorter as we get older, <laughs> right. like it or not, you know, um, fatigue mats, the anti-fatigue mats like that you can buy um, in automotive places or in um, uh, discount um, tool stores, the kind that fit together. Um, I've even seen uh, children's mats that were made of the same material. Yeah. It's kind of a foamy kind of a stuff, and you ha- and it's it's adaptable because you can switch the edges around. You can make it right. You know, to, you can even double it up if you need to. That's true. You know, and uh, that's going to be a lot less expensive. It's it's uh, it, basically what it does is it's um it's like the same sorts of things that are used in commercial kitchens and behind commercial bars because those things have to be taken out every night due to health code and washed. So that's another benefit. Plus, okay. if you get <clears throat> trouble with your knees, you can keep them in the back of your truck, and it makes it easy to climb in and out. <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea. That's a great idea. What were you going to say, Jeff? Um, hey, Mikey, I just found this. The uh, ergonomic rule of thumb is that your elbows should be bent at a 45-degree angle when your hands are resting on the countertop. Huh. So it's saying, you know, if you try this, then you can get your um, countertop height exact to your uh, measurement. Okay. Uh, 32 is below, 38 is above, 36 is average. Wheelchair is 31 to 34. Okay. So. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. I got an uh, email here real quick. This is this is interesting. Someone heard my comment about my, my bifocals and said, hey, guys, uh, and, and uh, hey, guys, you can order bifocal safety glasses from LeeValley.com at different magnification levels. Mm-hmm. They have free shipping three or four times a year, the person says. Wow. Thank you, Patty from Jackson. Um, anyway... <laughs> Here we go to uh, Jay and Jackson's got a question on sink installation. You with us, Jay? Yes. All right. So, what's going on with the sink? Yes, um, I don't have a sink in this in this uh, this apartment. It just has a bathroom, mm-hmm. a little five hundred square foot room. It has a bathroom with sink in the shower. But I'm trying to figure out the best way to get a sink so I can install a kitchenette in there. Ah, the best way to get a sink, you mean? Yeah, to to install a sink. How yeah. well would do that from the existing plumbing? You know, from the existing plumbing. Well, you've got to have water coming in and water going out. Uh, uh, the easy way to do it aesthetically is to go ahead and buy a cabinet. And uh, and they sell the cabinets with the sinks already on them. Uh, as far as the plumbing goes, that's going to be your issue. Uh, getting water into is not difficult. Getting water to go away is the hard part. Absolutely. All right, well, um, do look that up. Try to Google that one because we can't go any further. It is that time. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Sam Wells. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent next. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101, only on MPB Think Radio.